Welcome to Ask a Broker, episode 17. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. This is the show where Dustin Woodhouse and I answer your mortgage brokering questions. Except today on the show, I don't have Dustin, I have Steph Gagnon. The question that we got was about, should I go into a real estate office and can that affect my relationships with the realtors and how do I grow my business if I'm in a real estate office? And Steph and Kelly Curtis have been in a real estate office for the last 10 years and they have absolutely killed it in their market and he's got some great advice. So I thought Steph would be perfect for this. So here's how this works. If you go to askabroker.ca, record a question, and if we answer it on the show, we'll send you a swanky new I Love Mortgage Brokering t-shirt courtesy of Lendesk. Before we get started, I want to thank today's sponsor. Ask a Broker is sponsored by Lendesk. Lendesk is a mortgage technology company based out of Vancouver that has built an origination platform specifically for Canadian brokers. Lendesk removes the headache of assembling an application with your client. Think of it as the ultimate CRM and deal management tool. They're pre-launch, but I'm helping them refine the platform, and I can tell you it looks awesome. If you'd like to get early access to Lendesk with me, sign up at lendesk.com to stay in the loop. As for the cost, let's just say it's going to be an easy decision. This is going to be a game changer. Hey, Steph. Welcome to the show. Hey, Scott. How are things? I'm so glad I was able to finally get your schedule to work and get you on here. And this is a perfect question for you. So let's have a listen to what Tim has to say. And then I want to dive into sort of your thoughts on it. Sounds good. Hey, Scott and Dustin. This is Tim Osborne here from the Armstrong Vernon area. And my question is about office space. So I've been working from a home office up until now. But as business is gaining momentum, both on residential and commercial side, I need to start thinking about office space, and coincidentally, a local realtor did just offer me some space in their building. So I want to know if co-locating with one brand of realtor is going to necessarily compromise referrals that may have come from other brand of realtors. I'm part of the super awesome Verico Compass Mortgage Group out of West Kelowna, but that's about an hour and a half commute, so it's not really practical to set up shop in the brokerage itself. So I thank you in advance for any advice that you can share on this topic. I'm a huge fan of both of your work, and I really appreciate your investment in our industry. So Tim's asking about if it makes sense or not for him to get into a real estate office and how that can possibly affect his other relationships. And so I want to ask, I know you've been in this kind of situation. You guys have had a lot of success being partnered in a real estate office. So what's your take? And did you always feel that way, or has it changed over time like on being in a real estate office? Well, Scott, we've been uh, in this real estate office now for the past 10 years, and had you asked me the question 10 years ago, I would have said, that is a crazy idea. However, being here for 10 years, we've seen uh, a lot of growth in our business, um, and it's mainly due to um, you know having access to the realtors on a daily basis and being here and building uh, those relationships along the way. And so for anybody who doesn't know who you are, where are you guys located, and then how big is the real estate office that you guys are in? I'm Steph Gagnon. We're with uh, Mortgage Designers at Mortgage Architects, uh, alongside with my business partner, Kelly Curtis. We're in Victoria, BC, and we are in-house with a company called Remax Gamosum. They have five offices here in the area, and we service all the offices, uh, but mainly we are out of the main office, which has, you know, the total amount of realtors is just over 200 realtors so there's quite a few of them so what was your reluctance initially and then how have you guys over time turned this into a like a basically a, a gold mine for you well the reluctance i think would be that you're limiting yourself to one captive audience which is your real estate uh, agents and uh, you know we know that we're not going to get every agent to refer us some clients but over time you know you win some over because of the the ability to be building those relationships you know we sit in on weekly meetings with the sales meetings for for the Remax office 
and we bring, uh, you know, if you if you have the ability to show that you can add value to what they're selling to their clients, then I think that's just slowly going to build from there. So, okay, the real estate meetings at every week, every other week, what's the sort of format? They're weekly meetings. Oftentimes, you know, we show up and, you know, there's not a ton of changes in the mortgage world, but we always have to remember that within that meeting, there's someone that may not have been listening the week before. There might be a new face in the crowd. So it's okay to repeat yourself if you're talking about a specific program, uh, such as uh, the Purchase Plus Improvements Program or bridge financing. So, you know, and, and you try to make it relevant to your current market situation. So right now we're dealing with a market that is a seller's market. People are wanting to purchase prior to selling. So we talk about bridge financing in those particular situations, or we talk about interim financing and how the agents can relay those messages to their clients in order to help them through the whole process. So you build relationships with some real estate agents. What if they leave that office? Have you ever had situations where you you know work with somebody and then they change companies how does that has that affected your relationship you're able to maintain them well um yeah that and that'll happen but no absolutely we've maintained those relationships and we we just have to be wary of you know when you're meeting those clients just meet them outside the office don't bring them in into the environment uh so and that won't happen on every single file because you're dealing with the key realtors are in the office so the one-offs that are outside the office set up the meetings outside the office. That's all. Right. So you don't bring them in. If it's a realtor at Century 21, you don't bring them into your REMAX office and say, hey, just because it would make it awkward for everybody. That would make an awkward uh, conversation with the realtor. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So then what other kind of things have you guys done? Obviously, you're good at what you do. You communicate well with your realtors and your clients. So what other things have you guys done to build relationships? I know you've told me some before, so I'm kind of teeing this up with with the hope that you're going to answer it the way that I'm hoping you're going to answer it. So Yeah, no, I mean, other value adds, you know, we will build relationships in ways that, you know, we'll, we'll do a monthly or bi-monthly barbecue so we can, you know, be along alongside the, the realtors in more of a social environment. So they get to know who we are as individuals and not just as colleagues within the same office. Allow yourself to get personal with these people and allow them into your day-to-day life. You know, what do you do outside of work and everything else? Those opportunities are there when when you're in a social environment, such as having barbecues. We'll have wine and cheeses for them parties. So depending on on those uh, those social circles, uh, that's where we're allowed to uh, you know to build upon those relationships. And so, where do you guys host these barbecues? Do you do them at the office? Do you do them somewhere in particular? Yeah. Yeah, we do them right here at the office. We're actually having one tomorrow, so hopefully the weather will hold. And uh, yeah, so it just uh, allows us to have an open house where they they can pop in between, you know, two three hour window and just just come on down, say hi, and that's it. No no pressure, you know. Who does the cooking? Well, they, I do the cooking. I kind of thought you'd say that actually. <laughs> <laughs> so then, how many people do you think you typically will come out to one of these things when you guys do them? We uh, we typically have a, a good turnout, maybe fifty to seventy realtors show up. So, what other kind of things have you guys done in the past that has helped you build relationships with these agents that you guys work with? So we've done a few different things. So in the past, we've had you know referrals, referral trips. So if you send us you know two to three deals, you'll get ballots to come to a hockey game with us. And we'll treat you to an evening uh, watching the Canucks, you know, play Calgary. Or, you know, and that's built into trips where we brought, you know, send us four deals, we'll bring you to Vegas, 
And, you know, we've brought 20 to 25 agents to Vegas for four nights, accommodations paid for and everything. That also allows you to build those relationships even further, especially when they see you outside of the office. And let's not forget, you're in Vegas. So, mm-hmm. so okay, just I'm doing the math on this. You're telling me 20 to tw- 25 people at 40, that's 100 loans that you would have done with that particular group of people, correct? Correct. And only four of those deals were needed to pay for the trip. So it definitely pays for itself. Right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And so in your office, then you guys have like an open door policy. I feel like for me, this is just my own sort of little nuance. I've been in a real estate office. Do you guys have people just pop in all the time with questions? Are you cool with that? I think maybe I'm just so easily distracted that I might have trouble with it. So what? how do you guys manage it? No, it's definitely an open door policy because we are in-house. People do walk up, have all kinds of questions. And uh, oftentimes they're realtors that are not dealing with us but because we've always been here we've over time win them over you know so that in itself uh, speaks volumes of why you know it pays to be in-house and so if you were to go into and say if you're in tim's situation what kind of percent of the real estate agents would you feel like is a you know a success say in the first year or two of starting to work with them i think the key thing there is you want to you want to you don't want everyone's business you can't handle everyone's business so you want to go after the quality of realtors that are out there doing you know it's the 80 20 rule right go after the uh, the 20 percent of them that are doing 80 percent of the business and focus on that relationship but at the same time it's also nice to foster new relationships with younger realtors and, and see where that will lead you because oftentimes those are the realtors that I find that I'm able to build relationships with easier because they're not attached to anyone at the, at the particular moment that they're starting their career. So, mm-hmm. so they're basically, you, you have a mix of the top 20% as well as the up and comers that you try to build relationships with. And, and after a 10 year period, you're going to, some of those up and comers are now going to be big producers. Absolutely. I mean, we've had, I've had some that uh, were, you know, brand new to the business who are now one of the top realtors in in the office. And, you know, so therefore, the main thing, though, is maintaining those relationships as well. As long as, you know, even though you've you've built that that rapport and you're doing business with a particular realtor, you've got to continue to grow that because some are going to fall off, some are going to retire. So you just have to continuously keep building that relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. That's really good. So any other advice for Tim in this new adventure he's taking? Just run with it and uh, and just, you know, the, the key thing is to build relationships. Don't go in asking for business. Just go in and just try to add value to what's there. And then over time, those relationships will foster the business. I totally agree. One of the things when I was in a real estate office that I would try to do is just at those meetings is to tell a story about a situation that we solved or a problem and then that, that way the realtor's like, oh, they, their mind will, stories in particular are useful because you can always make the point after you tell the story and then they'll remember that when they're out driving around in their car and they hear something instead of, I, I would never go in there. With, if they ask for rates, I'd give it to them, but I, I don't lead with rates. You lead with value. How do you help them, you know, sell more homes and close more sales and the rest of it all kind of takes care of itself. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And the key thing is if you have done a deal to help one of the realtors from the office, Ask them to, to do a testimonial thing for you at those meetings, and that will go a long way. Oh, that's killer! Yeah. So basically, so how do you how do you key that up? I'm a realtor, and I just did my first. What would you say? What would you say to me to compel me to like stand, say in the meeting, "Hey, you know, Steph really helped me out," or Kelly did? Definitely, you know, it's a conversation you have ahead of the, of the meeting, and um, 
you just, you know, just ask them, you know, do you mind, you know, just talking about our deal and, and how, what the experience was, was all about and uh, how your clients felt about the whole process after we've, we stepped into the deal to, to make things happen. Yeah. And then that's like, you, that you, you can't, you know, pay for that kind of advertising because it's not you saying you're great. It's someone else. So exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and we're just doing our job, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. I agree. So, hey, man, I really appreciate you taking the time sharing some of your advice with Tim. And Tim, hopefully that you found this useful. And yeah, Steph, I'm sure we, I got to get you on the show and actually do just dive into you and your story at some point. But I appreciate you taking the time today. That'd be great, Scott. Have a good one. 